over the world. The women in the caviar. I don't know why I was thinking about that song when I walked in the house, bro. Uh, such a banger. Such a banger, bro. Probably better than anything 50. Ladies and fellows, men, welcome back to another episode of the No Script Podcast. Your boy B-Rack here with Dan. What's good, brother? What they do, baby? What they do, baby? So, surprise, this is uh, not on the agenda, but, uh, you know, I just hit you up a few minutes ago. I was like, bro, let's, I, I just feel like recording something, dude. There's so much, like, random stuff I just want to talk about. And, uh, yeah, you're just like, yeah, let's do it. Let's chop it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been, like, since we started been looking forward to an episode like this where it's like usually like i said we have like a list of things we like episodes on the way mm-hmm. guests on the way and stuff like that where it's like we're gonna have an agenda we know we're gonna talk about but i've been waiting for the day we just said all right you know what forget it let's just let's just hop on and just talk yeah i'm uh, with it and i, already I know kinda... we have i know we have we we have like a couple things that we mentioned that we do want to speak about but yeah i've been looking forward for this one yeah, just to kind of speak randomly, it's going to be kind of all over the place, guys. So uh, I don't really know what the title is going to be. Dan, I'm going to leave that up to Dan. <laughs> so, Pimping all over the world. <laughs> Luda. Oh, Shout out to DC. Hey, man. Um, yeah, that song by Luda is better than anything that 50 Cent put <laughs> Why is that still funny like the third time I said it? Every time That's, he says it. Okay, this is... Now that we're on the subject, bro, I I like 50 Cent, okay? Yeah. I, he's got probably, I mean, In the Club is definitely a top, maybe a top 20 song in like a gym rotation. I got so many songs I could run in the gym. It's just like, but if I'm not thinking about it at the time, sometimes they just they get swept under the rug or I forget about them. But when In the Club comes on, oh, it's just absolute banger. Can work out to that one all day. 50 Cent legitimately probably has i could probably count on both hands of top bangers that are universally recognized as bangers okay not ones that like like we have a buddy his name's alex we call him dc we play uh call of duty with him he love like what is 50 cent his top five i it has to be it sounds like he's i think he's top in, three. every time he talks about it he might as well be like number one if eminem died tomorrow like <laughs> But, he's from Michigan, so you know Eminem. That's that's his that's yeah, his right Eminem, right there. Yeah, that's his that's his guy. I get it. I, Eminem is probably in my top five too. Well, he's definitely in my top five. But Fifty Cent, I get it. He likes. I mean, he. I I guess he just likes his style. Whatever. Like he does not have certified bangers on every single one of his albums. Like not not like the whole album. Not even half the album. Like no, no, he'll have a, a handful of songs, except for his first album, "Give It or Die Trying." That one to me, I even put that one on my no skip. That's a great album. Not yeah. all certified bangers, but definitely to me, all of them are good. But I like how this the conversation started when we were playing one night. I don't know how it got started, but 
at some point we were just naming so many Drake songs that were because we were like Drake is is top three and he was like Drake's not even top five. And he said he's trash. He's and trash. I'm just like, yeah. you, like you, you're not saying that with a straight face. You're not telling me, like, if you don't like him personally because he gets like major clout outside of music, that's different. But you can't say that he's trash, like as a rapper. Uh, he just, it just blows my mind. Yeah. I'll name you Fifty Cent. I'll give you Wangsta, Twenty One Questions, In the Club, uh, uh. Uh, I get money. I was thinking about money in the bank, but that's Young Buck. Uh, I get money. The the remix to that one. So that's five. Um, straight to the bank. That's six. Patiently waiting um, is a big one for me. Okay, so that's that's seven. I mean, I know I'm missing a whole bunch. I didn't really listen to Get Richard. I try and front to back. Uh, but did he come up with some best friend? That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Okay, okay. So that uh, that's in there. That's eight. So, yeah, I can't even rattle off 10 boom, 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 boom in a row like that. Like, Drake, bro, I can give you 20. I can give you 20. Drake got, got stupid hits. But there's, like, some of, like, 50's biggest hits, like Candy Shop. Like, it's not something I'm going to just listen to. Yeah, I'm not listening to that on the regular. Like, if I was driving and that popped on, I'm probably not going to listen to that one all the way through. <laughs> yeah, like, a, or, like, just a little bit. Like, those two, like... They're good songs, but like I'm honestly, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be riding around bumping those. And I think those two are probably in his top ten. Where I'm looking at right now, those are his top mm -hmm. ten. I know, like some of the ones that you met, you missed that I liked a lot. Uh, Window Shopper, Hustlers, Ambition. Okay, okay. Those yep. two, Many Men, Many Men, Many Men, really good. Yeah. And then uh, I don't even see this song in his top ten. I'm just, I just googled it real quick. But Heat is another one. That's the one with the all the gun sounds is the, makes up the beat. Uh, I don't. Uh, Out of control was a good one with Mob Deep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was good. Have a baby but, by me, baby. Be a millionaire. That's something. That's like seventeen so far. And whatever Google's telling me, his top eighteen that I'm looking at. We copied most of them. Disco Inferno was up there in his top five. Okay, okay. Disco Inferno. Okay, but like, dude, Drake, he has a song for every vibe. He absolutely does, dude. He's got that song, like, if you just broke up with your girl, like, <laughs> or actually more like you got broken up by your girl. He's got the songs you can go ham in the gym with. He's got uh, cruise songs. He's got songs that make you feel like a champion, like when trophies. Man, when trophies is on, bro, I feel like ain't nobody on my list. I mean, I already feel like that right now. Like, <laughs> like nobody, everyone's beneath me. Like, when I walk in the gym sometimes, bro, and people be looking at me sideways, I literally want to give them that too small thing. Like, like put my hand down to the ground because like, <laughs> don't, don't look at me, bro. Like, you don't even know me. Like, don't uh, do this right now. But, sure. all right, I'm out of my element. But <laughs> I'm, out yeah. of my, I'm getting real out of pocket right now. Yeah, I'm getting real out of pocket right now. But, yeah, Drake <laughs> is just, dude, he's got every – and how long has he been around? I'm pretty sure his uh, comeback season mixtape came out in 2007. Yeah. Bro, we're talking about 15 years yeah. of certified bangers. Yeah, my man, he's been in. He hasn't fell off. There hasn't been like one album that was like straight butt cheeks. Like they're all good. You know what I'm saying? Like some of them, I don't. There's, I mean, obviously, not all of them are, are to me are front to back plays, but at least half half of the album is playable, in my opinion. Things that I like. Yeah, uh, I didn't really listen to much of uh, what is it, Certified Lover Boy? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still it's good. I know it's still good. It's just, you know, but that doesn't. I mean, that's just my personal take. 
you know, right, but right. Um, views is good. Uh, nothing was the same. Uh, we're, not even, we're not even talking mixtape Drake. No, we're talking like just and and that's what most of these even people our age. This is how they know Drake. Okay, like they know him from his albums, not not his mixtapes, bro. Like Comeback Season, Dedication Three, uh, all that stuff, dude. Like that. That's where he kind of made his mark. You had to YouTube his stuff. Or yeah. go on, uh, I remember the mixtape side I used to go to was datpiff.com. Dat Piff, Me and Marcos yeah. used to go on there. Hot New Hip Hop was an, another one I remember going to. And uh, it's just, I, I mean, to say Drake is not in, if he's not at least top 10, we got an issue. Major issues. Yeah, that's that's wild. Dude, and, uh, and I wouldn't even maybe even say that for I don't know, top five, at least for our generation. For our generation, younger. if he's not top five, I don't, like, how is he not? Yeah, because, I mean, like, the old heads that, like, like that old rap, like, that's mm. not that's not what he does. I get it. But, like, the our cutoff. age group of hip-hop, like... Yeah, the cutoff would probably have to be, obviously, anybody younger than us, uh, they're going to vibe with Drake. Um, maybe two or three years older than us, I would say. Was probably the cap because we're 29. I would say maybe from 32 to like maybe 18 or 19. You know, it's a pretty wide range. And um, yeah, dude. I mean, he's got. I'm looking at. If you're reading this, it's too late. Nothing was the same. Take care. Thank me later. So far gone. So far gone was the first official album that he came out with. That was like a, you know, Billboard Top 100. But uh, yeah, his his mixtapes are, are crazy, bro. And my brother is was like six years older than me, and I'm sure he's gonna put Drake in his top top five. I would assume of our generation. Yeah, if him, Lil Wayne, and Eminem aren't in there, that's that's tough. Tough. I think either you're just a hater or you're really not into rap like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's why one of my favorite songs of all time is "Forever." Mm, yep. Oh, dude, what a banger! And we're talking about forever before everyone got featured on that song. Uh, even the feature, we, we put the, everybody the on crazy. the feature. Do we? It wouldn't even the crazier. Was crazy, guys. Songs like songs like "Forever," "Money to Blow," um, "Ransom," "Uptown," those type. Some of these songs weren't even like full song. They were literally just Drake's verse on a mixtape. Before the albums came out, so when Forever came out, that you had M on there, Kanye, um, and who else was was on there? Wayne. Mm -hmm. That wasn't. That was like the album version of Forever, you know. And and Money to Blow, Money to Blow was just Drake. And then when the album came out, you had Wayne and and Birdman on there. So, dude, it's just and play ball. Play ball was I play think ball. specifically Soldier Boy and Drake, and then. Yeah. Birdman had to insert his ass on there for no reason. He's I don't no know reason. why he ever inserts himself anywhere. He just wants to be relevant. This is it kills me. But yeah, I mean, for any like fifty lovers out there, I'm not being a hater. I'm not saying he's not good, but he's not better than Drake. And fifty is not. He's not top five. He's no, not top think, five. I don't think I put him top five either. If you want to squeeze him in top ten, uh, we, maybe we can have a discussion. <laughs> My top three are just solid, and then after that, it's like then I had to think about it a little more. But 
Drake, Lil Wayne, and M, top three for sure. Yeah, you got songs for days. If you just had those three in your rotation, your your playlist would be nuts. Yeah, dude, since middle school, no, not middle school, high school, college, any device that I listen to music on, iPad, not iPad, but iPod or like Apple Music now or Google Play Music back then, when you create your own playlists, mm-hmm. I used to create a playlist called Drizzy Wayne and it was just all Lil that Wayne. Was just and Drake, because yep. they have so many songs together, but then I'll throw in their individual songs because like I'm trying to vibe to them. Like I just put that playlist on. I still have that playlist to this day. To this day, still a banger. So yeah, Wayne Wayne's in there. Drake, those guys I listen to in the gym, heavy. So, dude, it's just yeah. I, w- I wish DC was on here, man. Just so I could just. <laughs> Give him a hard time, man. Because, you know, he likes to joke around a lot. And, and I really do want to know, like, if he thinks Drake is trash. Or if he just doesn't like Drake. If you don't like Drake, just tell me you just don't like Drake. Okay? Yeah. If he's not your vibe, he's not your vibe. Can't, you can't, so there's no argument there if he's not your vibe. Yeah. You yeah, can't be like, subjective. he's trash. Yeah. I'd have been like, <laughs> what did he... I forgot. What did he... Uh, what did he say? I was like, what, did, <laughs> what is 50 done for the culture? He said, be hard. He's like, dude, he, he was hard. I was like, that's not that's not relevant information. That's not anything that betters his case. Yo, I'll tell you what he did for the coach. Remember those goofy little uh, like beaters that he came out with? <laughs> yes. Instead of the white beaters, you had uh, they had the G in the beat. I know my brother had a handful of them. Oh, man. And they, they robbed those up. <laughs> yeah, I was just calling them out. I know he had some of those. And they had the like... You know, the stripes going around the shoulder instead of just, like, the plain white. It had, like, the different colors. Yes, yes. And I remember, like, Those I, were thought, I was like, oh, these are cool. I'm, I'm going to put one on. And it, it even cuts. It cuts for somebody who's jacked. Like, the way the cut is around the chest and the arms. Like, if you're, if you're built up, like, you can pull it off. Dang, I was, like, so- in, like, high school, middle school. Like, I put it on. Like, that's not my move. It's not. So fifty was a fraud then. He wasn't really that jacked, huh? It's just an optical illusion. So it was just it was just the the beaters. Oh my god. See, DC, here we go, <laughs> dude. Another knock on fifty cent. Just oh God man. Dude, you think you know a guy. I tell you what, he knows how to make a damn show. That show power is fire. I've been watching it. I know I'm yeah. late to the party, but after like seventeen hundred times my brother telling me I should check it out. I finally decided it was time, and I appreciate it. So every every like at least once a week, we have a phone call. Me and Rob, and I I go I tell him what's going on, and he gets to relive it, and it's a good time. Yeah, I haven't really gotten around to. I, I'll be honest, I don't even know if I ever will. <laughs> I just hardly ever. <laughs> I, I hardly ever sit down and watch TV. Show. Like when I watched that new anime, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, that was like the first, I guess, legit new show that I sat down and watched in like I don't know years. Like literally years. Yeah, I yeah, I hear you. I wasn't. That's what took me so long because I never really sat down to watch TV for real. Mm-hmm. It's like now that like I have Luke, we kick it all the time. Like you know, once like after dinner, like we're just chilling, and uh, I'm just be- between that that spot where I'm waiting for him to fall asleep so I can get on the game. All right, maybe I'm feeding him, or maybe I just fed him, and we're just chilling, waiting for him. I put on power, watch an episode while he's chilling, falling asleep. Then once he's down, then you know that's how I get my my TV shows in. But back to when you were talking about these songs being on your your gym playlist, yeah, you know 
I just mentioned to you that me and Jessica started going back to the gym. We got a new me- gym membership. Yeah. And our drive there, I, I realized, okay, so let's, we'll take it back to our first day in the gym. I think it was yesterday. That's our first day going back. She actually went, uh, she got a free like three days the week prior and she was working out, uh, you know, without me. And then I was like, you know what? Let's see what their actual membership is. Because mm-hmm. our plan was we were going to buy a home gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she went there and talked to the the people there, and they, it ended up being pretty, you know, not expensive. It was a really nice gym. We get a guest every time, actually two guests every time. So, anyways, we we went, and it was our first day. So I told her, "Hey, so we're gonna do okay." Mm-hmm. It might have even been Monday, yeah, yesterday. So we'll go to GNC. I'll get you know the protein shake that I like. Um, we'll get some pre workout, get her some protein, get some shaker cups, like just go all in. And uh, now I told you I hate the protein shake that I hate. Disgusting. I hate it. But I get the same one every time because I felt like the time I was getting as strong as I ever been was using that stuff. It could have been I was finally consistent. Mm -hmm. It could have been the protein. Probably makes it both. But that's just what I stick with. And uh, I was never a huge pre-workout fan, but she wanted to get some pre-workout. And we did before when we were going to the gym together before. So, you know, I know people talk about that woke AF. So I went in there and I was like, yeah, I want to get this one. Mm-hmm. Just like okay, cool, yeah, yeah. These ones are really good, you know. And you trust the guy that working at GNC, especially when they're like jacked and working at GNC. I trust what whatever he's saying, I believe him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the dude was pretty pretty stocky, so I was like, he knows what he's talking about. And he said he uses the one called Banff, same company, and everything. So I was like, he's like, you know, and he talks about it being a nootropic. It helps you focus. Okay. And I was like, okay, I like that. I'll take your word for it. I'll get it. Okay. Now, to me. I feel like those brands are like high-end pre-workout, okay? And maybe not for the rookies. Right, but right. I said, forget it. Let's do it. We got it. So we get to the car. I make our drinks in the car. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to sip it while I'm driving to the gym because I know we got to get to the gym. We got to do the paperwork, pay for everything, and then finally get to work out. Right. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. Jessica, on the other hand, had a completely different idea. She said, I'm going to slam this pre-workout so I can be hyped up for the gym. Now, this is a high, I guess, a higher end of the pre-workout. So when she slammed it, we're halfway to the gym, and she's fucking, like, bouncing off the walls. This shit was hilarious. She's, like, getting the pins and needles feeling. She's like, oh, it's in my face. It's in my hands. It's in my, it's in my ears. And she's like, babe, babe, help. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's literally what she should help. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, we gotta, I mean, I'm still driving. Like, you, know, you want to run to the rest of the, like, run to the gym? Like, we got to chill. So we get there, and we're, we're signing up. <laughs> and I, you know they're like talking to everything and um you know before we get to the point where we digital sign initial everything and before we get there she like she like stands up and is like kind of like taking steps to the left and right like pacing a little bit and i start laughing mm-hmm. and uh, she's like giggling she's all like hyped up and i look like, hey man just so you know she slammed a pre-workout so she's a little antsy right now like she's yeah, not yeah. you know what I'm saying she's not just freaking out she's she's she needs to go lift Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh no, I get it, I understand. He's like, here, here's all the, here's all the initials, initial this, and he kind of just gave us the, the brief description of everything. Like, all right, well, here you go. If you got to cancel, come in. It's fine. We're not gonna worry about it. If you got to move and cancel, come in. It's fine. Uh, pretty much be nice to people and don't do steroids in our bathrooms, and we're good. I was like, all right, cool. Like, signature, signature, signature. I'm out. Uh, we got our, we got our lift in. So, we, it was cool, man. I like getting back in the gym, while I'm, uh, well, I'm not a big. Actually, 
not a huge fan of the gym. I, I like how I feel after, and I like the progress of getting strong, but I hate the gym. But back to the original conversation about workout playlist music, right? Yeah. I got sidetracked with her whole story because that shit was hilarious to me. But no, no, good. I also realized that me and her had very different tastes in like what hypes us up to get to the gym music-wise. Okay. Like she likes the like abrasive like like type of music or like like rap music that like is just all bass and hits real loud like stuff like mm-hmm. that and i'm different I'm, i guess i like you know she likes music for like the feel how it feels she doesn't really care too much about lyrics i like music almost like purely for lyrics and stuff like that right so right. like hip-hop rap music is what i listen to to get hype but it's only like certain so i have like a workout playlist like she's she's playing these songs that are like you know would get people hyped up and I'm just in there chilling driving like yeah it's not it's not doing it for me you know that's not that's not it so you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure something out I'm gonna have to play mine every now and then that shit was not hyping me up I like the EDM so, stuff the EDM stuff not for me that don't get me hyped up yeah man I, well, we're on two different wavelengths here as far as playlists bro because I. I can go from like Rob Zombie to Lil Wayne to uh, bro Hannah Montana be popping on there, Backstreet Boys, uh, Three Days Grace, bro. It's it's all over the place. Man, I just no restrictions, bro. EDM too. I mean, I was listening a little bit of, uh, old EDM today too, man. Just yes. crazy. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't it doesn't hit for me. There's like certain certain songs, like I don't know what it is, but. I got a nice little playlist, and I, there was a few songs that I remember when I was lifting like a lot, like when I was doing my heavy lifts. I'm getting ready to like go hard. There's a handful of songs that I'd listen to, and one's gonna contradict what I'm saying right now, what I just said. But um, mm. turned down for what? There was like a, a mm. DJ Snake remix or whatever, where it was like it was like way more abrasive than just like the regular song. Mm-hmm. That was one, and then more recently, a Lil Wayne song uh, "Can't Be Broken." We talked about that on our music episode. Yeah, um, that was another one that that would get me hyped up. Yeah, I mean, uh, that turned down for what? I haven't heard that one in a long time, but but definitely, that that you have to get hyped. Yeah, that, that gets the blood flowing, man. Just who are we talking? Peeps, man. Oh my god, man. It's just. This man says he doesn't listen to music in the gym, man. This guy literally is just lifting to other people talking, grunting, <laughs> and whatever music's playing in the gym. Dude, that's I, how that's how we've been the last two days, just because like we're getting back into it, and uh, we only have one pair of working headphones, so like I'm not gonna ignore her the whole time working out. But I told her I was like, once, like right now, we're just in the the machine section. Like I'm just trying to get my muscles woke back up because it's been like a year since I've gotten a lift. Like, already woke, bro. You took the pre-workout. <laughs> yeah, I meant like I'm trying to rip them up, let them heal back up. So that like, oh, okay, that's what we're doing again. Mm-hmm. So I just hit the machines. We did chest the first day. We did a handful, like you know, a bunch of like chest. We did push, like push, pull, leg is gonna be our split. So we mm-hmm. did push day. We did some like chest press, some shoulder press, some incline chest press. We did some flies, some tricep extensions, tricep pull downs, a little dip machine. We did all that type of stuff first day. I'm tore up. I'm sore, super sore. I like going to the gym with her because she goes hard as fuck in the gym. Like she goes hard. And then I'm like, ain't no way I'm gonna let her go hard and I'm gonna chill. I just not I can't let my girl sit here and go, rah, rah. and then I get down there. I'm like, ah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. chill this I, set. 
It's a little heavy, babe. And she goes hard every set. So it's like, I got to go hard every set. And I, I, I'd be honest, I wasn't, that's, that's not me completely. If I'm going to be, mm-hmm. if I'm going to keep it at 100, if I'm going to the gym by myself, leading up to when I get to the point where I like it, I'm not pushing myself 100% all the way. But I don't have that option now because I see her going hard. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. She ain't about to punk me. So, like, we were doing some exercise. And she tried to do my weight. And I was like, oh, you, you think you're going to lift what I'm going to lift? Mm-hmm. And like she went hard, and to me it was just like a, a a a chill. Like I got to like thirteen reps, it started burning. Did fifteen, called it, and she did the same. I was like, okay, hey, we ain't doing this. So I like dropped it, dropped it a few plates, and then you know went hard for my ten. So I was like, she's not gonna think she's close to me until we get the legs. Legs, she got some strong ass legs. It's gonna be a different story. But leading up to that, yeah, she ain't she ain't outlifting me. I'm not. I can't let it happen. So. We're doing legs or legs tomorrow, but we did chest or push and pull. We did pull today. We just did all the machines. We're going to do the machines and stuff for legs tomorrow and probably do the same for like two weeks. And then we're going to go to Florida. I told him we come back from Florida. Might do one more week of machine stuff before I like, I'm like ready to get back into like free weights where I'm like comfortable. All right, now we're going to bench press. Still probably won't squat. You know, she might, if she wants to squat, I'll squat, but I'm not comfortable squatting. Mm-hmm. So like I'd rather do like hip thrusts or the hack squat machine and leg press those type of things. But yeah, dude, I'm, my upper body is just dead. Well, that's good, man. I mean, getting yourself you know back into it because I know in the past you know we were we were all big on working out and kind of only a few of us have been able to keep up with it up to this point. And you know because various things come up, whether it be you know, moving a new job, family, all that stuff. So it's just, I think now you're, you're kind of in a realm where you can prioritize it a little bit better now and everything else is kind of calmed down. I mean, you guys have settled into your home, you know, Luke is, what is he like? uh, Six months. Is he six months? Five. He'll be six months in like 20 days. So he's like five months. Yeah. Cause I knew September, but I can't, I couldn't count the months in my head. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's cool, man. What's <clears throat> with him? You know, you're saying like we're like settling in to getting like, all right, now we can get like a, a schedule of how we want things to go. Uh, what's cool at the gym? It's cool, but also like uh, frustrating a little bit. Like they have a, a childcare that that watch him while we work out, but it's only from like nine a.m. to noon, so it's three hours of the day only. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, like. Now, yeah, when we work out during the week, I have to wake up for work. I'll work for like an hour or so. I'll have my morning meeting every day. If I don't have a meeting after that, that's why I'll, I'll take my lunch break for work and we'll go work out early, you know, like a 1030 to 1130. And that's early. Dude. I'm not a morning person. I'm At that point, I've probably been up for like a couple hours, but I'm still not ready to go like lift. But, you know, that's when they have that's when they got the. The daycare. That's when so daycare's available. Yeah. That's when we ha- we're gonna have to do it. So we'll see. I mean, I- I'm hoping after a while of doing it, I get used to it. The pre-workout is gonna wake me up, and getting the gym out of the way before noon probably would- will feel amazing. Come home, finish the rest of my work day, and then the rest of the day is wide open. So I get that it's like it'll be good, but like those first couple weeks of going early, especially when we're starting to lift heavy, it's gonna suck. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's really good that you getting into this rhythm. Now, I I remember what you said 
the big one of the big factors to getting back into the gym was you know you want to be able to obviously play with luke when he gets a little bit older and starts getting into other activities you know you fast forward you know let's just say 10 years from now you know you'll be you'll be 40 you know we don't really know what life's going to be like you know it's full of curveballs but at least now you're taking the steps to okay let me take care of my body lift get a little healthier lose some weight if that's the goal uh, you know, eating better. I know you've been, uh, you know, going on with that too. So, you know, if everyone's kind of have, they got their own like motivation, but uh, mm-hmm. the discipline's the big one. So if you can just keep that in the forefront of your mind, like, okay, it, it is on me. Like I want to be able to live longer and still move at a certain age comfortably, but I want to be able to play with my son. Cause the last thing you want to do is, you know, he's like, come on, dad, let's play. And, and then like physically you just can't keep up. Because I know mentally that would that would tear you down. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's the biggest thing is I don't want to be like that, and I want to just like I want him to to have gr- like good habits, like yeah. growing up. So like seeing me and Jessica in the gym working out, <clears throat> being active, like I assume like him being around all that's gonna make him active. I'm not, I don't want to be one of those people that like push the gym on their kid at a young age because I don't know how. Like they say, stunts growth. I don't know exactly when it's good to get your kid to start lifting. I probably we talked about it. I was like, do we started in like I think like sophomore year in high school or something? Like I took I took the strength training class and I was like the first time I actually like lift. I know like middle school we had a like in gym like once a month we'd go to the weight room or something goofy and like oh dude I was weak yeah so yeah. weak and I hated it because I was so weak that oh, like dude. I was embarrassed so I never oh, wanted yeah. to like do it yeah absolutely. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was terrible. Yeah. So I, I wasn't a fan of it back then, but I don't know. So I don't know when, but at least he'll see us being active. And then hopefully like our eating habits are good because my eating habits are terrible. And that's been the hardest thing to, to like fix is my eating habits. Cause I have terrible cravings for my sweet tooth. My sweet tooth is crazy, but honestly this last week I haven't really had anything sweet. I haven't had pop. And probably like I was still, still drinking diet pop. I haven't had regular pop in years, but even diet pop, I haven't had a pop. You know, I was having pop every day. It's been weeks probably since I had pop. I just drink water and, and tea now. But I think uh, all the protein I've been eating is helping. Maybe that's supposed to, I don't know if that does something for your sweet tooth cravings, but it does for me. Yeah, I don't really, uh, my expertise only goes so far, and uh, <laughs> that isn't one of them. But, uh, no man, I'm I'm happy for you. I hope uh, you know don't get too lost in like the numbers, whether it be like how much you're lifting or how much weight you lose or gain or whatever. Man, it's if there's consistency and you guys enjoy going to the gym and you're putting in the work, you know, over time it's it's gonna show. So and then yeah, Luke's gonna see that. You'll lead by example, and it'll kind of be like how my dad was. You know, he wanted me to play any sport I wanted to play. But he never pushed me in one direction like, oh, you got to play this. You got to play this. You know, it was free reign. So it sounds like you'll kind of be the same way. If he's interested, you'll be more than happy to show him what's up if if you can. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, depending on if he's going to be like me as a young kid, like I – well, my brother played sports. And I, I played basketball. And, you know, the first, time, first aid group that you can get in, I think I played. The same with T-ball. But, like, I talked to my parents. I was a crybaby. At that age, I liked playing. I didn't like going to practice. And for some reason, I cried a lot. 
<clears throat> so like I wouldn't want to go. And I was like, how did you like why how did like I'm crying that I don't want to go and you guys kept making me go and I'm thankful because after I don't know however like like that first year or two that I was like that, I really enjoyed playing baseball and basketball. It was my favorite things to do. I played it the rest of my childhood. But I was like, why did you guys like how did you keep making me go if I cried every week? And they're like, Oh, you love going to games. You just hate going, you just didn't like going to practice. Mm. I was like, ah, okay. So every year you wanted to sign up again, so we just signed you up. And then you would cry on like not every practice, but like sometimes you'd cry or sometimes you didn't want to go to a game. And it's probably I don't remember any of it mm-hmm. as I was I was young, but probably just because I was like we talked about me being an anxious person my whole life. I was probably just anxious to do stuff. I don't know what yeah. it, what it why, but why I was like that at a young age, but I'm glad they didn't stick with it because now I'm a st- I was I was a straight I'm a straight bucket okay I I ain't gonna move good but I'm, I go ahead and I'll be the broke back Mike Miller sitting in the corner ready for that shot just pass to yeah me, the I'm, I'm the, the three the three and D minus the D no defense yeah the three and and hobbling back on defense when his back was freaking broken and he was still out there slapping threes that's me so my goal I talking about like numbers stuff my goal that there's a, a basketball court at that gym. And I know we talked about it um, like, uh, when I was there the first day. I seen like a handful of these like high school kids come out. And I, I was like, damn, why the fuck are they so tall, man? They were like mm-hmm. all over 6'2". I was like, I can't, like, I can't jump. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I'm not getting rebounded with those dudes. I was like, so I looked today when we were there. It, there wasn't there was not too many people in there. My goal is I'm going to lose so much weight. Get make sure my ankle is good by doing you no know, leg day since I had that surgery. I'm trying to like build it's still it feels like it's normal again, but mm-hmm. I just want to make sure by make sure everything's good by building it back up. But after I drop, you know, handful of handful of pounds, I'm gonna take my shot in, in the gym. Like, yo, I got next. I got next. I got winners. Well, well I can't we'll I can't wait for that day. We'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I, every time I go to LA Fitness right now and I see people hooping, man, like I could still hoop and I'm like, bro, I just, I don't want to. I don't, I don't have a desire to, bro. I want to. I want to get back there so bad. Jessica was talking about doing leg day. So we're doing leg day tomorrow. She's like, oh, I want to be here for like two hours. I want to crawl out. I was like, for one, I hate leg day. Maybe I'll see you for the first hour. I might go just shoot hoops while you're doing other stuff because I'm going to get my hour leg lift in, get my big lifts, and my leg's going to be dead. And I'll go shoot some hoops. Well, if you, if you want to run around here and do the damn stairmaster for a half hour after we work out, that's on you. Okay, but mm-hmm. I, I'm not. I'm not there yet. She loves doing legs. Hates everything else. Loves doing legs. I hate doing legs. I love doing everything else. Well, you better get used to it, buddy. Got to be done. I know. I know. Gotta I always did. I never was one that skipped leg day every week. I'd make sure I did leg day. Um, but it was more like I was doing like the bare minimum. I'll be honest. I was doing leg press, leg curls, leg extensions, and some like calf raises. Mm-hmm. And then, you know what I'm saying? That's a wrap. It ain't enough. Uh, uh, do you remember the last time we worked out? Um, it was before we went to Indy, right? Um, was it? It was at Classics, I thought. Yeah, it was at Classics. It, yeah, it was at Classics. And we did shoulders and chest, something like that? Was it a push yeah, day? I think, yeah, we did a push day. I do remember we were doing chest. I know I went I there twice with you. And one day, I think I went twice with you. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, really, I don't really remember how it went. 
uh, if you had a good time or not, but I do remember doing chess. Yeah, I remember being extremely exhausted, and you were still having conversations with people. Like, How are you talking right now? I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm like, I'm still good. I'm I'm chilling. Like, yeah, because I think we went. Because I remember, yeah, I remember it was some kind of weird split. I thought because I remember at some point we were on that little like uh, uh, shrug station. We were doing shrugs. Mm-hmm. I remember doing that, but we were like supersetting that with like a push of some sort. And then we did like a curl at some point. I think you were like we were going to Indy, so I think you were just hitting like a lot of things because we weren't going to work out the next day or something. I don't what know. We're going to Indy for a uh, basketball we, game. No, we went and kicked it with Chandler. Oh, we did. Yeah. Did he have a party? No, we just went and just kicked it. And it's strange. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah, man. I wish, uh, man. The old days of working out with with the guys, I know. Well, we didn't really work out all that much together. I mean, maybe in like strength training class. But when Demo was around, you know, he was essentially my workout partner. Or Lorenzo back home. I mean, it just it hits different. And I, dude, I I like it here. I really do. Um, shout out to my recruit. I got an extension, so I'll be here until at least July. Let's but go. like, I don't. You know, when you present yourself, people only see a certain chapter of you or what you allow them to see, right? And when I walk in there, like, I'll be honest, man, like, I'm not like, yeah, you should only be worried about yourself. But I don't know, the competitor in me is just like, bro, you guys aren't shit to me. Don't look at me. You don't train on my level. Like, I will put you in the dirt. Like, and yeah, it sounds arrogant or cocky and stuff like that. But like, bro, I come from an environment where it's like, bro, you guys are fodder to me. Like, it's just like, it's just (laughs) no competition, you know, like, like I got a chance to work out with a couple uh, buddies I met in the gym and, you know, we had one of them, we had a great leg day, stuff like that. Dude's really hardcore, knows what he's doing. Another dude, we did uh, shoulders and arms. Right. And uh, he's a little bit bigger than me. You know, he's uh, in the military and stuff like that. I let him lead shoulders. I was like, ah, uh, in my head, I'm like, sight. We did arms. We're starting off with biceps and stuff like that. And I'm like, and I've seen his version of buddy curls that he was doing with two of his boys. And in my head, I'm like, okay, buddy curls should be exclusive to only you and another person. It's too much if you add a third third guy in there. And they were only doing the bar. So when we started doing bicep curls, I'm like, hey, bro, let me, let me take hold of buddy curls real quick. Let me show you what's good. He's like, oh, okay, all right, I'll let you do it. I was like, okay, let me – usually me and my boy back home, we'll do the 60-pound bar. But since it's gone, we're going to do 50. And instead – of because when he was doing it, they were just doing the bar, the straight bar, so 45 pounds. They would start at one, and they'd pass around, one, one, one. And then two, two, two. So they would go up to, uh, they would probably go up to 10 or something like that. I'm like, no, bro, we're, we're not, we're not going to start on the easy part. So when we started, I'm like, since we're, we're starting at the 50 pounders, we're starting at 15, 15 reps. When I'm done, I hand it to you. You do 15. When you're done, you hand it to me. We go to 14 and it's boom, boom, boom. We run the ladder all the way down to rep one. We do not put the bar down. As soon as you get done with your last rep of one, you give it to me. I bang out a straight set of 15, give it back to you. You do a straight set of 15. Boom. That's it. One Sheesh. round of that. That's it. And he's like, we're not doing that again. Are we? It's like, no, no, we're that, that's the one. And we're done. And that's why I'm telling you there's, there's levels to this. Like, bro, yes, I don't look how I used to, but I'll be damned if someone out trains me or tries to outwork me or looks at me sideways. Like, oh, this guy, I don't know what he's doing. Come, I mean, come find out for real. Come find out. Like, cause it's, it's different around here. One thing that I know that people aren't doing around here is, um, I mean, I don't have the biggest legs, but they've definitely came a long way from when they first started. 
and I don't squat heavy anymore. Uh, thankfully, I was actually able to put up 275 for a set of two. Um, the last leg day I had with my buddy last week. And uh, I was able to do that fine without any ankle issue. Um, the form definitely could have been better, but it was nice just to get uh, underneath the bar with that weight and get the depth, all that stuff. But no one does glute training. No one hip thrusts and stuff like that. And I get people look like, dude, I'd be taking the bench, loading up the weight. I told you the other day, bro, I did, I did 545 for three sets of three. That's a hell of a lot of weight. Bro, we're not, we don't speak the same language, my guy. We're just, we're not the same. I don't, I don't do all the, the leg extensions, the leg curls, all that stuff is, is secondary. That's accessory. That's at the end. Yeah. You know, if you want to catch me on leg day, we're doing hip thrusts. We're doing Bulgarian split squats. We're doing RDLs with either a dumbbell or barbell. Um, you know, that type of stuff, lunges, stationary lunges. I don't do any of the walking lunges stuff. I stay stationary, lock it in. And I either lean a little bit more forward or I, I sit a little bit further back if I want to, you know, focus on quad or glute. Like I'm just saying it's, it's different around here. Yeah. So, I always, I always knew, you know, even from back in the day that your gym stamina was uh, stupid. Yeah. It's, it's uh, and I, I think I had to think, definitely lorenzo for that dude i mean there was a point in time where like he he would just go so hard him and, and my buddy steve and i had no choice but to keep going there'd be times dude i was just aching i was just hurting so much i remember one time we did a leg day and, and i had left bro i sat in my and you know from my gym to home was only like a two three minute drive bro i sat in the car for 15 minutes bro i could not i couldn't move bro i was hurting so much I was just gathering my thoughts, like, what just happened? Yeah, what is going? Yeah, what man. is happening? For for you to get to that point, bro, that's a lot. Yeah, and um, so definitely from that point on, all the way up. I remember my 25th birthday. I still got the video on IG. I didn't have time to do a back day with the guys, and I had to drive to. It was a Monday, and I had to go to uh, what was it? Uh, not Couts. It was um. Damn, I forgot what the boy Hebron. I had to go to Hebron. So it was like, I think like a half hour drive at least from Portage to Bowl on uh, Tuesday nights. So I got to the gym and I told the guys, I was like, man, it's my birthday. Like, oh, let's get a birthday lift in. Let's do something. It's back day. I'm like, dude, well, I don't have a whole lot of time. So let's pick something. They're like, they're like, what'd you turn, 25? I was like, yeah. He's like, okay, let's go do deadlifts. He's like, oh, we'll throw 225 on the bar. You do it for 25 reps. Watch the video. Watch the video. Oh, I, I seen it. it. I seen it. Okay. And, um, yeah, looking at it, I was like, damn, I probably could have gone more, but I was definitely, I was taxed, dude. My, my ass was hurting all gluten hamstring. Uh, the back wasn't really hurting too much, even though the form was kind of getting a little shoddy at the end, but I still stayed tight, locked in the whole time. And that thing was flying, but, uh, yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. And I know your, your, your form was always good with everything. Even back when we were doing straight training in high school, when we first was all starting to get into it, and we had to do power cleans, I hated it. But you were like the, the worst. you were like the example of form. Like I just remember to catch at the bottom, like I hated it. Oh, I can't do that now. I can't. I my it. my wrist would break in half. I won't even try it. I'd be like that's... like Mike Tyson. <laughs> Spinal. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that through this, the gym, I guess. You got the. Let me ask you a question. Do you think? So I know when we we first started lifting, all you know, 
I was still like not as big as I am now, but I felt like I was still a little heftier. I had a little little belly from you know my diet, right. and you were still you were like skinny. You were trying to add on you know yeah. all that mass. And you think it's like your metabolism was is so high it that it was harder for you to add on mass that like you had to go even harder in the gym than most people to add that on, and that just eventually became like your norm is more than most people. Yeah, I think just like mentally, um, I felt like I just had to go so much harder. But then it. it when you think about it, it kind of sounds counterintuitive because like, okay, if I'm, if I'm lifting heavier and expending more energy, you know, I'm essentially burning more calories, right. but if I'm, if I'm eating a lot and I wasn't, when I was younger, I wasn't eating the greatest, you know, I don't, I can't say I was eating a whole lot of protein to properly repair my muscles from all the damage I was doing when I was younger. So I wasn't gaining the strength at the clip I thought I was going to. But a lot of guys told me in the past, they're like, listen, if you truly lift naturally, like it's going to take some time. Like it, it is. And, and it has up to this point. I mean, I'm not astronomically stronger now than I ever was in my heyday, probably like four or five years ago. But the strength is still there. Uh, I mean, my diet still isn't the greatest, but, you know, it's, uh, you know, the discipline ain't what it used to be. But the fact that I was still eating kept my metabolism going because that's the big thing is as long as you keep eating in general, that metabolism is is going to constantly work. And I was always moving because I think at the time I was working at discount tire. And so that was already physical labor eight to 10 hours out of the day, five days a week, you know, and even after discount tire and I was still lifting hard and I started working in the uh, hospital, I was always on my feet. We were always uh, walking with patients. I was helping, you know, lift them and all this other stuff. So I was always doing something physically demanding outside of the gym. So the body was always moving and energy was always getting expended. So. Oh, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I, I think I never really took the gym as serious as you guys did. You know, obviously mm -hmm. it shows you and Demas are both strong as shit. Chandler's strong. You, know, you guys are all ripped up. And I got fat, but I think what happened also was I still play basketball almost all year round, at least once a week, most of the time. And then college and college it slowed down a lot just because my like study load was stupid. Um, homework and lab and test and study. And it was like my fucking life for four years, but we find time to go to the gym and uh, play basketball every now and then. But I think, you know, that summer, my last summer, uh, when I broke my elbow was the first time I had to like stop being active at least some days a week. Like I was. Mm -hmm. And then once it healed up, I graduated, got a desk job. Cause before that I was, I pushed carts at Menards. So I was active every time I was working. And then from there, when I got my internship at Nipsco, uh, I was, I was in the field. So I was constantly walking around like in people's backyards or around the neighborhood, depending on what I had to do. So I was always, you know, up like you're saying, and then, so then I, you know, getting older, my metabolism slowed up. I don't think I had a fast one to begin with, but it slowed up. Got a desk job. I moved out on my own. Was able to like actually eat whatever I wanted to eat. Didn't want to have to cook. So I ordered out a lot. So it was just those three things put together. I that's why I started putting on weight quick. And right. eventually started going to the gym with the dudes I worked with. And Still didn't take it super serious, um, but we got to a point where there was three of us going. 
uh, I started, I was like, you know, probably the weakest one to start because I haven't, I was just coming off of elbow injury. So I, I'm just learning to put weight back on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and it, it was cool, but I think my motivation then was like, right, I don't want to be the weakest one out of the trio. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even, my max wasn't even 185 on the bench to start. Like right. I, I had to get past that. And once I got past that, I was using the sheet Rob gave me that they use for their college players. You have a max and then it's an eight week program and it tells you what to do. So you have your max, you find that number and it's like an Excel sheet every week. It tells you exactly what to do. And that's, I do good at something telling me what to do because if mm-hmm. I have to do it, eventually I'm going to, I'm going to slack a little bit. So that eight weeks, I went from like less than 185 to like over 225 on my max. So then, okay, I wasn't the weakest one, but I wasn't the strongest one. And then me and my boy Taylor, uh, we were very close in weight. And then uh, one of my bu- other buddies, you know, he was going with us too. And everybody has a motivation. So his motivation, I assume, since he, I ended up being, I ended up getting stronger than him was to keep up with our weight. Taylor's pr- motivation was probably to try to stay ahead of me. And my motivation was to catch him. So we all had our motivation together. But at some point, I was like the the guy that was a little bit below us, you know, I was like, I don't want him to catch me as much as I want to be the strongest guy. So I was like pushing myself even further and harder. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started seeing real numbers and real strength. And I liked it. But also I was consistent. And our workouts were like an hour, maybe sometimes less, but they worked. You know, we were efficient. And for me being lazy, like I was doing so much research on like, how to be as effective as I can in the gym without like, I didn't want, like I still, I love the numbers. I love seeing my arms get bigger, my chest get bigger, but I hated the time I was putting in. I didn't like being there. I liked hanging out with the boys. I like taking an hour off of work in the middle of the day to go work mm-hmm. out. But I was never a huge fan of, Oh, I love being in the gym. And, uh, I got to a point where it was just me, me and Taylor working out every day, five days a week without question it just ended up being part of my schedule and that's when i got super strong until i started my new job and that you know cut short but do i was i got that's when i finally got super into it i was watching youtube videos on forms on exercises like different things to do like i worked out with you a couple times in that time frame and i was like picking up stuff that you had us do that i liked a lot um you know, and it was cool, man. I, I got really strong. I was putting up hella numbers. I finally, like, before I left, I was able to hit like 320 on my bench because I was before I was leaving, I wanted to hit the thousand pound club with bench, deadlift, and squat. But mm-hmm. my squat still wasn't a lot because I'm nervous. But between that bench and my deadlift was like almost 500 pounds, I think it was close to that. I was already at, like, I only had to do like 225 or something like that on my a little over 225 on my squat to hit it. So I hit it, and then I was like, all right, cool. And after I did that, bro, I felt like my motivation to lift heavy. After I hit a goal, it was gone. Yeah, I I just I don't know how you can get that back. I, I come from a realm, and I don't know when it started or where it came from, but if I like something enough, dude, I, I have this desire to want to get better at it, you know? Well, I think my first example is, um, you know, you're not going to like it because when we played one-on-one and I kept hitting you with that hook, (laughs) like I remember when uh, I would just be BSing by myself. I'm like, ah, let me practice this hook shot. I'm the tallest. I'm one of the tallest out of the group besides Chandler. Like, let me see if I can add this to my game, you know, because I was already quick. I had decent handles. I can get to the bucket. Um, Let me see if I could like 
take the guys down low. And I would just, and I wasn't hitting every hook shot that I was practicing on. And then eventually got to a point, okay, we played one-on-one and it's like, I just so happened to be able to hit, you know, every hook shot, you know, and it's just like that desire to get better. I remember before eighth grade basketball, uh, I was dominant, you know, right-handed shot, right-handed. I thought at the time (laughs) dribbled right-handed and I remember they used to beat in our head. Like you better be able to dribble with both, with, uh, with both hands consistently. You need to be able to lay up with both hands. And I remember I practiced and practiced and practiced, man. I used to dribble circles around the driveway with my left hand, lay it with my left hand to the point where that ended up being my dominant, most comfortable side. Um, same thing goes with the gym, dude. It's just, I love, I love being there. I don't like the feeling. I, I like resting at, when there's, there's a time and place for that, but, to stay consistent in the gym and look as mentally see myself in a certain light and see the progress and feel good about myself and, and put up these numbers and the form feels good. And I, to me, I always feel like I'm setting a trend, you know, that my family was never able to do when I was younger. That makes me feel good. That's what makes me keep going, you know, cause whenever I have kids, like I want, me to be the standard like you know dad did this look 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 he's doing but i'll never force it upon them like mm-hmm. so and then same thing something i've been doing for years bro bowling bowling since i was seven years old you know last friday me and a friend of mine that i met at the gym one of the first few friends i made out here uh we went bowling and she's like i didn't know you were this good and i was <laughs> like well you didn't like you know, you've seen, I've posted about bowling several times. I just like, yeah, but I didn't know like you were like this. I was like, well, I mean, I have been doing it since I was seven. So I would <laughs> hope I'd be a little something, you know? And it's just, you hear me talk about it now. Like you guys thought I was the shit when we were like 20, 21 years old. And fast forward eight, nine years later, I'm still learning stuff. I'm still working on my craft because this is just what I love to do. That's, that's just how it is, bro. Yeah, and I don't have I don't have that love for the gym. Like I remember when we were lifting heavy, and like so, like I said, like my stamina was never there. So I I played into my strength and like googling like how to be as effective as I can. And I came across a program that was saying do reverse pyramid, do your heaviest set first, mm-hmm. and go six, eight, ten. So then we were doing that, and then it was modified like four to six, six to eight, eight to ten, and I would go, uh, I would try for four, and anytime I got to six, I'd up my weight. Then that was so my first set. So we obviously do warm up sets because I'm not gonna jump in there and do like 270, right, 280 right. without a warm up. But I was cool with that for benching because I like to bench. It's like most dudes like benching. It's like a bro lift. Everybody wants to talk about how they bench. And deadlift to me is like a. I feel like it's a real gym goers lift. Like most people don't deadlift. Um. I don't. I feel like people at the gym now. I see deadlift are people that are doing hella weight. I don't see nobody trying deadlift without being able to do a lot of weight. But mm-hmm. we started off. It was just me and Taylor in the gym. We started off whatever we were comfortable with, and uh, once it got like really fucking heavy, where I was deadlifting a shit ton of weight. I remember. I every day if it was a if it was deadlift day, my morning I'd wake up to my alarm. Okay, oh, turn my alarm off and go. I got a deadlift today. Uh, and I'd hate it. You knew it was going to be heavy. Yes, and I hated it. And I'd still go do it, but I hated it. And then afterwards, I'm like, okay, it's over with. But like bench day, I was like, ooh, heck yeah, bench day. And then on lay day, I'm like, I'd wake up like, oh, it's lay day. Huh. 
get up. Like yeah, those man. are my and, and literally as soon as I wake up, my first thoughts were, oh god, I'm either deadlifting or oh, got a leg press today. And I do legs. That's how much I hated it. That was my first thought in the morning. I was like, fuck, I got deadlift. But now I want to get back to that weight because what I tell Jessica, I'll tell her like how you said you'd go in the gym and be like, I I could run any of you guys out of the gym with my workouts. Mm-hmm. I see dudes that you look at them and they're like, damn, that dude's big. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, even online, they're like, damn, that dude, he got mass. That's a lot of muscle mass. And then they post like their maxes, right? Or like what they're lifting. I was like, how the fuck was I lifting more than these dudes? And I didn't look half that big and I don't understand. And it frustrated me. So I want to get back to that strength. So I could then now I'm actually in a like a public gym with a lot of jacked people. So I start looking like, okay, this jacked ass dude's lifting what I'm lifting. Why don't I look like that? Why? Like, I still don't get it. Like, I don't mean shredded because my diet wasn't good, but like still, like if I'm lifting what he's lifting, I should have that similar muscle mass, I would assume. Yeah, you wish it worked that way. I wish to, but I have that, that like, it was like sneaky strength. Like, yeah, my arms are getting kind of big. And everything, my chest was getting a little big, but I wasn't like, you wouldn't look at me and be like, damn, that dude, he looks strong as shit. And then we'd work out and be like, oh, okay, he is strong as shit for like six, seven reps, and then my stamina gives out, but still. Yeah, it's, you know, and after saying all that, I'm obviously going to say, I'm like, yeah, don't don't worry about anybody else. But honestly, it's <laughs> it's the energy that I feel in the gym, dude. It, it makes me want to act that way. I'm like, bro, like, like why... Cause I just, because I know what I'm doing and I've done certain things and I've, you know, gone through certain training methods and stuff like that. I carry myself in a certain way, bro. Like when, when I walk, I walk with a purpose. Like my chest is up, my head is held high. I'm, I'm swagged out. Like I carry myself a certain way. And I think that's why sometimes I get maybe looked at sideways. Like, (laughs) oh man, this guy, this guy really shit. I'm like, bro, like. You don't really know me, man. You're you walked in on like chapter twenty seven. You didn't. You weren't here for one through twenty six. You don't know what's good, so don't like don't even try me. And you know, after there'll there'll be sometimes where I, I end up talking to some people that I thought were you know probably assholes or dickheads or just I thought people that were mean and up being cool. And it's just it's weird that it seems like they just try to put up a front. You know this this hard hard person persona yeah, like, you yeah. don't do that maybe it's like like i know i'm not a social guy in the gym i watch other people like i i look for like the dudes that are jacked up and i'm like all right let me see what he's doing and like maybe i'll pick an extra like in between sets like while jessica's lifting and i'm you know i first few times like she has great form on like everything she's really good at that stuff so i don't have to like watch her so i like look around the gym and i'll see like a jacked up dude maybe he's doing a pull day too and like I, I've always done that in public gyms. Like look at other guys and be like, all right, what kind of exercise is he doing? He obviously to get to where he's at, he had to learn some shit. So let me see mm-hmm. what kind of stuff he's doing. And then maybe I'll be like, Oh, I like that exercise, and I'll throw it into like our our workout next week type of thing. Cause I don't like talking to people. I don't like when people will be like, Hey, you know, come over here, let me show you how to do this. I don't don't I don't just you go do it. If I'm interested, I watch. I don't like people coming up to me in the gym. Yeah, yeah, because it is kind of awkward. It makes you feel like, like a. It makes you feel like a kid, kind of like I don't know how you're supposed to perceive that. Don't sun me, all right? Yeah, and yeah, so, bro. You ain't my dad. And like you know what you're doing. And when every time we went to the gym together, like 
especially classics, like that was like your home gym. Like you're cool with fucking every you're talking to people. Like I'm not, you know, obviously this gym I plan on being like there, you know, five days a week, mm-hmm. you know, at least, you know, getting workouts in so much. But I still don't see myself as one of those people that are like, hey, what's up, man? How you like talking to you? I want to get there, have my headphones in, do my workout. I don't I don't think I come off as an asshole because I'm not maybe if I was a real jacked up guy and I drew a lot of attention to myself, then people would be like, Yeah, he's kinda of, look at that dude, he's an ass. He doesn't want to talk to nobody. But I just I want to come in, get my workout in and leave. I don't like being there. I don't want you to tell me what kind of exercise I should add. I want to get in there. I do my own research. I have my own friends like you who I will pick exercises from or ask, you know, like what you're doing for leg day or pool day. Mm-hmm. And then I'm a, I'm gonna try some of those out because I know you know what you're doing yeah and it's different in your case it's like time time is limited for you you'll probably be with jessica you know you have the baby to think about so it's like you know yeah i i mean there's nothing wrong with you know going to the gym and doing your thing if you don't talk to nobody you don't talk to nobody it's just like me like i don't i you know, I'm, I'm a friendly dude. Like I don't, I like building connections and, you know, cause you never know what that person will be able to, uh, I wouldn't say do for you. Cause it makes it sound like you're using the guy, but it's like, mm-hmm. that that's how you network with people. It's not, you're not intentionally using them, but if, if you're a friendly guy, you, you don't know what that person, what, what their status is, what they're capable of doing. And you don't know what you can do to help them. You know, it, I just, and I, and I can pick it up in the gym too. Like if I could tell like this person is uh genuine or they're friendly or, or like I'll, I'll dap them up. I'll be, Hey man, that was, that, that was good. You know, good weight, good lift, whatever. Yeah. Like, Hey man, that those are cool kicks. Nice fit, whatever, you know? Um, and you never know that person may have needed, you know, so, like a, like a friendly gesture that day. They're probably having a shit day and it was just nice to hear, you know, someone compliment them. You never really know. So, you yeah, know, it's, it's a good call. But yeah, I mean, in your case, I mean, don't don't feel bad if if you don't end up talking to nobody or whatever. But yeah, yeah, just, that, just do your thing, bro. At that gym we went to, me and my boy at, at work, we had one. There was like we were mostly the only ones in there. We had this one guy. Uh, so there's two guys that would come in every now and then. One guy was like allowed. He wanted to talk. He wanted to show you things. And, mm-hmm. and he had his own like YouTube videos playing loud while he was working out. And it's like, I didn't, he was cool. Like he was a funny guy outside of the gym. Like, but like when I'm lifting, I just don't talk to me and tell me what I need to be doing. If I'm already laying down on that bench, I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to hear like, Oh, you should try this variation. No. Okay. You see, I am literally a second away from lifting this weight above my head. Don't talk to me. And then there was another guy that would come in quiet. But he was fucking strong as shit. He was huge. He was like maybe like six three, six four. He was stocky. Everything he lifted, he made it look easy. And it was stupid, dumb weight. Mm-hmm. And when he'd go and he, on his leg day, when he'd be leg pressing, we'd be looking like, bro, what the there was so many plates. He's maxing out where you could put plates at at some point. I'm like, this is ridiculous. On his bench days, I'm at 315. He's like a warm-up. So I'm like, bro, this dude is huge. Quiet, never said a word to nobody, and I like that. And then one time, yeah. one time, I'm fucking deadlifting a lot of weight, and he's there. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if he. I was like, let me show him I could deadlift some weight for my size. Yeah, yeah. And I, it's a lot of weight, and I go hard, and then he don't say nothing. But then we're in the locker room, and he's like, he's like, hey, dude, that was a lot of weight. You're deadlifting, man. I was like, yes. Oh, let's I go. That's it. the ultimate validate. <laughs> 
I was like, that thanks. Of validation. I was like, like thanks, bro, I've been dude. waiting for this moment. I was like, thanks, dude. Everything you lifted is heavy, so I appreciate that. <laughs> are, you, are you like, no, I mean, everything is light for you. Oh, oh God, sir, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man, dude. No, that's I was, awesome, man. I was so happy. I was like, yeah, he said something. We've already talked about this before. The ultimate validation for almost any dude in the gym is when a dude you think is huge, that is huge, daps you up and says, hey, hey, young fella, I see you out here. And he's like, oh, my God, me? Thank you. Yeah, dude. I think you. I think if you become one of the, the jack dudes in the gym, you have a responsibility to the guys Absolutely. under you Yes. to yes. say stuff every now and then. So if I ever become the super strong guy at the gym, uh doubtful but if i ever get that size and i'm that guy i will hold that responsibility and i will then let the young guys know oh, i see you over there young fella see you, young fella see a young bull that weight <laughs> so you are you moving it yeah that look light bro you should you probably need to go up and I, nah man nah, i'm trying to get like you boy <laughs> those kind of the, the common gym Jim gestures, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to get like you, young fella. Oh man, here we go. Bro. You are lying. Stop well, it. You know you strong as hell. You know I mean, I see. I see you, kid. Oh, you got, you got arms. All right, man. See that look. That weight looking light. <laughs> Do I remember uh, talking about? You know, I was thinking about this when you were talking about that leg day you did where you went and sat in the car. Yeah, and I know who. I know you know the stories I've told to you before. And I know you know who I'm about to talk about probably, but I worked out with Free. Free, yeah. And, you know, me and my cousin Sean worked out with him for a little while. And uh, one of the days we went and worked out was a leg day. And uh, I think I only worked out leg day with him twice. Maybe that was like the first time, maybe one time after that. But I'm telling you, literally, I thought our workout was about to be done. Yeah. And I get off the leg pressing. We were We did like front squats. First time I ever did that. I don't know why it was super hard for me. It was like, I was like, just awkward with it. I, I did, the weight distributed different. It took me a little while to get used to it. But what I liked about him, at, but at the time that made me mad, he was like, try to get, he, he would not let me say, oh, I'll just do regular squats. He was like, no, you'll figure it out. And he kept making me, like forcing me to like, try, keep trying to lower the weight. We're, we're, you're going to figure it out, bro. It's like, you can do it. So he made me keep going. So eventually I got to a weight where I could do it. And then we went to like regular squats and then we're doing box jumps and then we're doing leg press. They're doing one legged leg press and I'm toast. And I think, Oh, this is over with. I go to get out of the leg press machine and my legs buckle. I'm like, Oh shit. I got to catch myself. And he starts chuckling. He's like, you good? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, man, I'm looking at that door now. He's like, yeah, we're only halfway. I'm like, what do you mean? We're only halfway. My legs are buckling. He's like, yeah, we're halfway. And you know, free and his legs are tree trunk. So he needs, yeah, this crazy workout to affect him. And he gave me my props because I did, I lasted the whole time. I didn't leave. I didn't cut out early. Now, I think that's something I do. If even if it's like you put me through a dumb workout, I'm not going to tap out early. I'm going to finish it. Whether I'm at the end, I'm pushing five pounds, I'm still going to continue to go until you're done. Right. Um, or I'm going to throw up one of the two. Um, but I went to, I went through that leg day. And this was when I was pushing carts at Menards. And my legs were sore for over a week. But that next day at work, when I when my legs were so sore, I was pushing carts visibly in pain. My legs hurt so bad. Sometimes I was like, step. are you are you all right? And I was like, no. 
No, no, I'm not, dude. Just don't talk to me today. I'm not good. My legs were toast. <laughs> I think the following week on leg day, I was like, bro, my legs are still sore. I'm, t- I'm not. I ain't doing it this week, man. I'm sorry. I don't want to be that guy, but it's it's not going to work out for me this day. I showed up on chest day. I'll do put. And even then, my chest was dummy sore afterwards. But at least, like, my chest soreness, I could relax. Even, like, my arms just, like, hanging down, it would hurt my chest after working out with him. Mm-hmm. But he was – he put me through the ringer. That shit sucked. I was sore for over a week. Skipped the next leg day because I was still sore. Went that next week, did leg day. Was I wasn't sore for as long, but then our schedule started getting mixed up, and I wasn't able to go as often with him. But uh, – Yeah, praise God. Yeah, there's some there's some workouts that just stick with you, and you just remember though. And that one was, I think we were at like Charter Fitness off of thirty, and I just every time I drive by that, anytime I'm back in Indiana, I'm like, oh. PTSD. Yeah, I was like, oh god, dang. Yeah, there was for me there was you know that day I told you about Lorenzo with the leg day. There was another leg day we had. Man, I I hate him for this. <laughs> he, we um, when Kobe passed. I forgot what day it was. Um, well, I know what day he, he passed. It was January 26th. But I think it was maybe three or four weeks after his passing, we had a leg day. He's like, bro, let's, let's do a leg day for Kobe. I was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't <laughs> like where this is going. But what, what do you got, man? It's going to involve something with 8 and 24. That's all I know. <laughs> and he's like, bro, let's squat and do eight sets of 24. I was oh, like, bro, that God. is absurd. That's not even an even lifting rep number, bro. We usually do 15 of everything. What do you mean 24? And he's like, bro, come on for Kobe. I was like, bro, Kobe didn't do 24 of nothing besides get buckets. That's all he did. <laughs> he didn't He didn't do 24 reps of anything, bro. Like, So we squatted. We squatted for eight sets of 24 with 185. And I'm like, bro, you're capping. Because like, you're exponentially stronger than I am. I don't care if you have a bum knee. I'm, I'm significantly weaker. I'm not doing 185 for 24 reps. This is that happening, bro? Like, cause he was doing it for 24 reps. I'm like, bro, if you're doing it for 24 reps and sh- kind of, you know, visibly struggling the last like three or four reps, I'm not getting through 185 for 24 and for eight sets, bro. Like, there's no way. Um, I th- I was like, wait a minute. How about we take his championships, <laughs> which is five, and do the reps equated to his all-star appearances, which is 16. All right, let's do that. <laughs> and he's just laughing. I was like, bro, this is just absurd, man. So we did that. Um, I remember another workout we did. Uh, this wasn't on me. It was on Demo. Uh, it was me and Lorenzo. I was like, hey, um, is Steve-O going to work out with us? He's like, nah, man, it's just going to be me and you. I was like, well, I got Demo with me. You care Demo? He's like, yeah, man. He's like, we're doing chess. So he's like, have him come in. <laughs> we, we, um, me and Lorenzo always ran a gauntlet. We always did flat bench, incline, and decline, all barbell. And uh, I remember we finished flat. We got on the decline, started doing decline. And here's another testament to my stamina, bro. I felt fine. We were just going through our normal stuff, right? I see Demo. Demo's dying, bro. Demo is – and Demo <laughs> isn't a bum. He, he's, I, he's on my level. He's strong. He's definitely stronger than me. Uh, but stamina-wise, I thought he was good. And, you know, I've worked out with Lorenzo for so long, I thought it was nothing. Demo, <laughs> Demo goes to the bathroom, throws up, okay, <laughs> comes back. We all finish the workout and stuff like that. This man doesn't say a word the whole <laughs> next hour and a half. We get home. He throws up outside, 
and then throws up in the house, bro. And it was chest day. I was just like, bro, you good? Like, he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, that was, that was tough. I was like, oh, and I'm just like here chilling. Like, I'm good. Like, you and Lorenzo are different, man. You got something else. Yeah. Luckily, I the just... workout I did with you there, we were, it was not with Lorenzo. He was there. I remember seeing Yeah, Lorenzo him. was there. What's yes. up? But yeah. it was not a Lorenzo. We did not oh. work out with him. And I, now I feel even more thankful. You wouldn't have had a good time. I cannot wait until my lifting belt comes in and my knee sleeves so I can just go absolutely balls deep in my workouts again because I'm just – I'm locked in, dude. I'm, I'm ready to go. So, like, when it comes to, like, gym accessories, okay, because I've had some people tell me certain things that I think is bullshit, and I ain't trying to hear it. Okay, when I was deadlifting all that weight, yeah, I ended up buying hooks. Uh, okay. Okay, like little metal hooks that go around to help you hold the weight, right? Right, right. And I had somebody tell me, like, oh, I'll just hold it. I was like, well, I can't. I will lower the weight. Okay, but I'm not deadlifting to improve my grip. I am deadlifting for my back. So I don't care what my grip strength is right now, okay? I'm lifting this weight for my back, not my grip strength. Mm-hmm. Like, what, right, what, right. What do you, where do you stand on that? Um, So that guy's full of shit. I shouldn't say that completely because – you're not you're not lifting in a power competition like you're not doing a raw deadlift right. you're not doing it sleeve they're not doing it without sleeves or a power lifting suit or uh chalk or wraps it doesn't matter like those accessories are tools there's a time and a place to use them so if if your back is strong enough to sustain the weight and the form is good you're driving through the uh through your feet activating the glute and the ham but your grip is giving out that does not always mean lower the weight because your grip your grip no that's why there's tools like uh wraps uh versa grips leather versa grips uh chalk i use chalk i don't like using wraps um i've been using chalk and i just i just grip it and rip it and whatever i'm able to get i'm able to get and uh i think that's on you to do specific grip training or just practice like after you go through your heavy sets drop the weight and just practice uh holding going through the deadlift motion at the top holding that weight for like 30 seconds burn out burn out your burn out your grip do it that way see and that what you just said i never heard before nobody's told me that and that is a way better constructive way of like hey this is how you could work on your grip instead of like just lower the weight until you can hold it and it's like that's okay then i'm not working out what i'm trying to work out what you're saying is i yeah use those use those grips those hooks whatever you got to get the weight for your back and then then drop it you know if you want to work on that grip on your own and yeah and i like that and i i did more grip stuff on like shrugs i'd hold like the i think we had like the hundred pound dumbbells i would try to hold on to Mm -hmm. and, and that helped or i was doing i do farmer carries with them so i'd like carry them and walk around the gym uh like a lap or something um not the hundreds it was always something else but it was something else probably because i think my brother told me that before too hold it on one side so your core is tightening to hold you upright and i'll do stuff like that for my grip i was like, i'm not deadlifting for my grip man you know what i'd like to do uh what i did like doing for my grip back in the day was uh okay so definitely the shrug machine you know, kind of load it up and uh you know do a rep hold it at the top for as long as you can or just dead hang it just kind of hold it um do it for time Mm -hmm. you know maybe like three reps of 30 seconds 
uh, same thing with deadlifts. If I was doing like 225, I would do my 225 for like 10, 15 reps. And then uh, since I go double overhand, because that requires a little bit more grip strength, I would get to the top on that last rep, hold it for like 20 to 30 seconds. Uh, there'd be times after in between my deadlift sets, if I wasn't deadlifting for heavy weight, I would go to the pull-up bar and do dead hangs for a minute. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I was, do, I, I was hanging before too. So you can do that. And then the farmer's carry, what I used to do for uh, core strengthening too, was I would grab a two different weights. So I would grab like maybe a 45 or a 50 on one side and like an 80, 75 or 80 on the other side. And I do, I would do one straight away, holding the weight a certain way. And then before I walk back, I put them down, switch the weight and walk back. I like it. I never, never heard of the different weights. I've heard of empty one hand. Yeah. I still would prefer some type of weight in either hand, because if you're not, if still forces you to actively engage your abdominals, you know, push, push your diaphragm out to tighten the core, not suck it in. I like it. So, um, I used to do dead hangs from my shoulders. I yeah, heard dead hangs. Yeah. I heard those good. were good for your shoulders. Yeah, I would, uh, it kind of just depends. Like if you're loose with your shoulder capsule and you just kind of just hang and you're just relying on grip me, I would, I would grip, turn my elbows in kind of like, um, like kind of like bending the bar and I would lock my shoulder blades in. So everything would be tight. There would be nothing loose. Mm -hmm. I would be, uh, I would keep my legs stiff, tighten my quads, uh, tighten my abs, uh, keep the back and shoulder blades engaged and uh, locked in. And then my grip. I would uh, not death grip it, but keep a firm grip. And then as it starts to fatigue, I would kind of loosen up a little bit and then just kind of see how long. I think I was able to dead hang for, I think, like two minutes at one point. And, yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, I wasn't – I was doing it more of a – for, like, a a stretch, like a shoulder, open up my yeah. shoulder type of thing. So I wasn't going for, like, super long time. Um, but, yeah, your whole, like, your mind – and muscle memory, your body control has always been crazy. Even sport wise, I was always like, do you have such good control or like, especially for bowling? And obviously, mm -hmm. it's in the gym too. I don't have that exactly, so I don't be like, yeah, I was, I had just rolled back. I just know like I was hanging. I was just holding. I was just hanging. Yeah, I just got on the bar and just <laughs> uh, just letting loose, you know. Yeah, yeah. It took me a while to like build up a lot of that because I always make sure my form was good because I didn't want to hurt myself because we were mm -hmm. going heavy. And, uh, but yeah, that was, that was, I was never like crazy aware of like everything going on in my body at the time. If I was doing chest, like benching, I was like, okay, cool. I got, I'll make sure my shoulders are where they're supposed to be. My elbows are where they're supposed to be. I'm bringing the bar down where I'm supposed to bring it down. You know, I'm as wide as I'm supposed to be. Like everything would feel good. And you mm -hmm. hit that sweet spot and then the weight would just move. Sometimes something would feel a little different. And I was like, all right, I'm try, try this again. But, uh, yeah. Well, dude, yeah, that's, uh, that's basically it as far as the, the gym goes. So, I mean, tomorrow, tomorrow I'll be in there. Hopefully get a good arm session in if I can get out early enough. And then, um, Thursday will be legs. And then Friday, chop it up and do chest with, uh, one of the homies. So what is your, your week, like your, your split? How do you, uh, do you do the same thing every week? Yeah, for the most part, it'll be like push pull legs, uh, then arms, 
and then uh, I'll just run it again. Push, pull, leg, arms. Push, pull, leg, arms. Okay, so what I was doing, because uh, me and my boy Taylor, we only worked out three days a week together, and the other two days he was in our Chicago office downtown. So I would go Mondays. I was doing uh, what I wanted. What What do I like doing in the gym is arms. I mean, I want to get my arms bigger, I, so I wasn't trying to do another leg day, so like, forget that. But I knew Tuesday was going to be our push day. So I'd go arms, but I'd do like bicep, he- bicep heavier arms and throw a little tricep exercise in there too and a little shoulder work, but it was focused biceps. And then gotcha. we'd do our push-pull legs. And then Friday he was back in Chicago, so it was another arm day, but I would focus on my triceps more. And that was that's the split I was doing. And then, you know, if it was like some of the days he'd work in the office again on Fridays, and we would just run up another chest day because that's what we both like doing. Mm-hmm. Nice but man. Now that me and Jessica are going five days, I'm trying to, you know, I gotta actually focus on leg day more. So far, my plan is to do push pull legs, push pull legs, push pull legs, and that's just gonna be our split. So like every week, we'll do two exercises twice, and then the next week, you know, obviously they just rotate in. Yeah, just gotta you know test the waters, see what split works for you. Um, you know, if you do push pull legs, and if you happen to, you know, maybe deadlift on pool day. Okay, you got to keep in mind, all right, my ass and my hamstrings might be a little taxed. Might have to modify how my leg day is going to work, you know, Uh, and vice versa. If you happen to go through a leg day and you squat and it's pretty heavy, okay, you might have to switch up the back day or the movements that you plan on doing. You know, there's just a lot of things that you can you can do to kind of work around potential roadblocks or soreness, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you stretch when you first get there at all? Dude, I, I this is the luxury of me being single and not knowing much of anybody here is that every day that I get to the gym, I go through my same dynamics, my same stretches all the time. I go through my hip flexor stretches, uh quad stretches, uh glute and ham, uh shoulders, chest, uh core. So I probably take about like 15, 20 minutes maybe to go through all like my warmups and stuff like that. But, you know, I, for most people, is it probably the most optimal if I want to use my time more efficiently and maybe conserve my energy to be stronger at my lifts? Probably not. But I mean, I like the way I feel. I, I like, and I know I'm still tight in a lot of areas, so I'm going to continue to keep doing it the way I'm doing it right now. Gotcha. Yeah, we used to, I used to do... Um, I, we didn't stretch too much. We would do, I would like roll my back, um, do some, some stuff on like the, the mat. I could stretch out my legs a little bit. Um, at the at point in time, I reached out to you. I was having some like weird pains in my wrist, like shooting up to my elbow and you were saying I probably have a tendon in there that was real tight. Mm-hmm. Um, so you gave me some exercise. So I would, I would always do those exercises to warm up. I still do those every now and then. Now that we're going to start lifting again, I'm going to have to bring those back because I'm that pain was stupid i hated it um but i always warm up shoulders because i i know i feel like show i've heard shoulders are like one of the most injured you know joints in the gym so i always do some eyes wise and tees um get my shoulders warmed up except for like a leg day yeah i'm not i'm not too worried about my shoulders on a leg day um but yeah any any, any every other day i do my eyes wise and tees to start after i do like some stretches but yeah i don't stretch too much Prior, I do warm up sets before every, before I'm gonna lift heavy, 
but I don't do too much stretching prior. Just like warming up my shoulders, roll my back. It feels nice just to crack your back a hundred times on that roller. Yeah, I wouldn't say mo like mine are mainly like static stretches. Like they're all dynamic movements. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I will not stray away from them. I've been doing them for probably almost the last year. And even if I decide I I'm working out with a buddy tomorrow or whatever, if I know what time we're going, I I will get there a half hour earlier than anticipated so I can go through my stuff. So that way when so-and-so does get there, we can just jump into the workout and they ain't got like wait on me or something like that. So yeah, man, it's that's, just, uh, that's cool. you know, the luxury of, you know, being single and not having to wait <laughs> on anybody else. And you got that kind of time. That's so time. Yeah. do you, uh, have you ever done those, uh, those like smelling salts before a, a big lift? Uh, I've done them once and they, they are pretty, they are pretty intense. What like, I don't, I've never done it, so I don't really get it. I've heard people talk about them. It doesn't just like open you up or like kick your adrenaline in. Like, what is it? Yeah, do? I don't, I don't know the uh, the full details, but it does. It it opens up. It gives you some kind of blood rush. I don't know all the particulars, okay. but my buddy, my buddy Mitch, whenever I would spot him, uh, he would he had a container. <laughs> He'd take a couple whiffs, dude, and, and it would just like eyes wide open, bro. And just an overdrive. So, is there anything you do? I guess say, okay, you're about to not maybe not max, but you're going for a heavy set of like four mm-hmm. on like a bench. You're about to bench something heavy, and you you're gonna push for four. You may get it, you may not. That's how heavy it is. Right. Okay. Is there anything special you do to hype yourself up before you do like a regular set? Like, yeah, I'm gonna do a set of like ten to twelve. I know I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm pr- probably definitely gonna get ten. I'll push it to twelve, maybe. Right. Is there something different you do for like oh, I'm going for four hard? heavy is there anything extra you do to hide yourself up before that set uh no i uh have learned to keep everything consistent in the same okay so uh a long time ago i i read somewhere like if you warm up slow your heavy lifts are going to be slow so you're building up like that uh those neuro pathways and uh damn what's what's the other word i'm looking for but um that better mind muscle connection the speed yeah you know like if you're already prepping and trying to work on slow and controlled, like you don't want your heavy lift to be like that. You want to be able to lift it as fast and as smooth as possible. Cause if you spend all this time just controlling the weight down, you're expending all that energy and you're not going to be able to push it up. So like, that's how I kind of approach the whole thing. Like um, if I want 245 for three to move up as fast as possible, I am going through my same setup. Um, talking to myself like i always do <laughs> and i'm i'm you know getting my feet planted shoulder blades are tucked in uh every rep's the same speed's the same whether it's 135 185 225 uh, like i want it to be the same when it gets to 245 it may move a little bit slower going up but uh the control and the setup's all going to be the same the, the time the rest time in between each set's going to be the same so I got you. Yeah, I think I think I'm definitely more of a slower lift, even like our real heavy sets. I've always been like a slow down, like slow down, same speed up. Like I was always like slow, controlled. I, I never was good at like having that heavy weight and then like like you say as fast as you can, like you're pressing it up, whatever you press up, but then come right back down and press it back up like that, like kind of like faster down than up. 
You know, right, I mean? like right. some people hit maybe a little bounce. I don't. I never really did that. No, um, I never did that. I got to a point where like something was hurting me, and I barely, like, I would just barely touch my chest and come back up. Uh, at some point, I was like hovering above my chest. It just depended. I was, I was having like some shoulder stuff going on, but either way, I know I was always slow, like slower than everybody else I'd seen when I'd come down, even with the heavy weight. And it's just that's what feels comfortable to me. But I definitely have different mental cues when I'm lifting heavy than when I'm lifting like a weight I know I can do at least 10 times. Like I like I said, like the setup, probably my my time in between could be like very similar, whatever it takes the person I'm lifting with to lift theirs, then I'm back in it. But I always I'd always have to find I'd have to go to the song that I want, put it on, it's on full blast like full blast in my ears. I'd sit at the end of the bench, like we're talking about benching, and I would just like kind of like rock back and forth, hype myself up. Uh, not much going on in my head, like thinking wise. I mean, I'm going over like you know how my form's gonna be, uh, taking my my you know like my deep breaths. But I always before like the heavy lift, I'd always fucking just scratch the shit out of my shins. I'd like lean down, like scratch my ankle, and as I came up, I would just dig my nails into my leg, and just mm-hmm. like that, like I don't know what it did a little a little bit of pain, and then I hit the hit the mat. If I can get the weight and then lift it, and I told Jessica that she told me I was weird. Hey, that's fine. That's fine. I wasn't. I wasn't looking for validation uh, <laughs> if it was weird or not to you. I'm gonna still do it. So yeah, that, that was always my go. I scratch. I scratch my shins up before I bench. Deadlift was different because uh, I wasn't. I didn't scratch myself. I just. I don't know. I don't know how I got hyped for deadlift, but I just did it. And- oh, deadlift deadlifts up my, my shit i didn't need to scratch him bro the bar already scratched him yeah me, so. dude i fucking hate it loved it I like love it, dude. okay let me ask you this then okay because i know like i talked to you about it when it was happening to me and you're like yeah it's good form is what you should be doing so like i had i'd have scabs mm-hmm. and every time i deadlift the scabs would rip and i'd bleed yep okay and i was fine with that in the gym when it was like just me and one other person and nobody else was really deadlifting but like what else in a public gym am i like can I just bleed on the bar? I don't feel like that's sanitary. Just wear pants. I, I used to uh, wear knee sleeves uh, or I would wear pants uh, if I knew I was going to deadlift or sumo dead because that bar would be mad close to my shins. I needed it to. Like, that's how I knew because it, when that body weight comes forward, it's just it, too much back's involved. You know, I, I can feel it. Feel you know, it. I'm not I'm no longer pushing through uh, the tripod of my foot. You know, forefoot, toes, heel, that stuff. It's all in the front of the foot, and the weight's carrying me forward. I don't want that. I need right. that to be in the pocket. Okay, so I think that is also what I, what made me switch from deadlift. I started using the hex bar mm-hmm. at some point because I was like, it just like I got tired of bleeding every time I went to the gym, and then I'd go to work, and then like I'd bleed to like my pants, and I'm like, ah, it's just like it was just I got annoyed. Like I was, like, I don't. Like, I'm cool that I'm lifting heavy. I feel cool. But I was like, I don't care enough to keep ripping up my... Like, eventually, does it eventually stop? Like, does it eventually you just scar up and you stop bleeding? Is there any end in it? Or do you just bleed every time? Uh, No, it kind of depends. I mean, I got buddies of mine that uh, they, they still get red marks. They don't always bleed. Uh, maybe I could so... get some sensitive skin. Because I'd wear pants. I'd wear pants right. for deadlift days. Because I, I was like, maybe that would help. And still, it was still ripped. Do I even... Okay... You laugh at me if you want to. I bought some damn shin guards, like the soccer shin guards. God damn! And I was like, dude, I just, I was like, okay, the bar will just slide over them, and it mm-hmm. won't like, it won't hit. 
it won't rip my, my knees up. But then the problem was on my way back down, it kept clipping that. And I was like, all right, well, this ain't going to work because I can't have it fucking like a hitch every time I go down because it, it clips it or it shoves them all the way down. And then before my next rep, I had to pull them back up. I was like, that's stupid. So I wore them one time for like one rep and realized it didn't work and it was stupid. I was like, all right, never mind. Yeah, just uh, they ain't the move, man. No, it was, it. Not, it was not. So I guess I'll just maybe the answer is to not maybe just don't deadlift every single week. And yeah, I don't right. think you need to. I was deadlifting every week, sometimes twice a week, depending and on he- hex bar is good too. Different angle, weights, uh, grip is on the outside instead of out in front of you, so it forces you to kind of uh, roll your shoulders back and get the shoulder blades locked in still. So uh, yeah, it's still beneficial. Yeah, I felt like it was more uh, the hex bar. I felt like it was it was more legs than it was back. Mm-hmm. I felt it more in my legs and glutes than I did like when I would deadlift. My form was good, but I always felt it in my lower back. Obviously, that's what you I mean. That's what you want when you're deadlifting. Mm-hmm. Like you, you know, that's the muscle you're using. But when I started hex barring, it was it felt way more in my legs than it did before. Which was like that's fine. I wasn't bleeding. I was cool with it. Right. Right. That's good, man. Yep, it's just it's all about adjustments, man. Find find what works for you, and uh, you know, all you just gotta reevaluate your goals, you know, and and that'll that'll allow you to kind of alter whatever workouts you end up doing, you know. Just don't don't let anyone derail you from what what you want to stick to. Yeah, I mean, my goal is to be consistent, be healthier. Like I'm not as I don't really care about my numbers like I was like I cared about back. When I was lifting heavy, like I was like always like, oh, I'm, I'm benching this now and I'm deadlifting this. Now. Like I don't really care about those numbers anymore. Like, it's it was cool when I first ran through and I was like, yeah, I'm able to lift this much. I was younger. Now I really don't care. Like I just want to be healthier, stronger. Those numbers don't matter as much. I think the why it would eventually matter is because that'll be just my motivation to keep wanting to go is to be able to see numbers go up. Yeah, but, just feeling the ego. Yeah. So that's a big thing, people. A big takeaway is you should be prolonging your life. If you got motivation like kids or, you know, being able to want to play with the family and stuff like that, and you're not in the best shape, like take control of that because you you can't put a price on health. So take care of yourself now. A lot of the people that I see right now in uh, home health that are in their 90s, like they got to their 90s for a reason. They're not in their 90s and struggling. They're in their 90s and I wouldn't say they're thriving, but they're they're in pretty good shape. They take they take good care of themselves. So they're able to take care of themselves because they took good care of themselves when they were younger. You know, but if you want to live fast and die young, hey, more power to you. I'm gonna tell you how to live your life. But if you want to be on this earth a lot longer than the uh, expect uh, the life expectancy, then take care of yourself now. Like cut the bullshit. So, I mean, some people live like, like you said, like that. And uh, just to bring Drake back into it, you know, saying, what do he say? YOLO. And he also said, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I mean, yeah. What, what other iconic phrases did 50 Cent come up with? He didn't. I, I can't think of one. I can't think of anything, bro. I can't. Basic ass vocab. Yeah. It hit me. I heard he didn't even write his own raps. I'm just playing. Uh, so we got, man, dude, this thing lasted for only, like basically an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, nothing planned. We just, uh, 
I think you said you had a couple of things you wanted to bring up, but it's like it's just been a gym topic almost this whole time. Yeah, I'm not going to try and squeeze that in because it'll be like three hour potty. I mean, I <laughs> we can do it on the next one. Uh, so, but with that being said, I ain't got nothing else on the subjects as far as the gym and, uh, damn, I don't even know. What did we even talk about earlier? About 50 and Drake. Yeah. So, uh, we do understand that only at this point in time, one person has watched our last podcast, which was us talking about the NBA. And I know for a fact that out of the 600 something followers I have, at least 20 of you are into basketball. So stop capping, listen to the podcast. We need some type of engagement. Okay. Get in the comment section. Tell us if our picks are bullshit. You let us know what teams you think are hot and who you think the MVP is this year. Okay. Come on. We, we know you guys are vibing with sports. Like don't do this. Don't do this to me, man. It's crazy. It, it's and it is like that. The last time we did basketball too, we had a we were getting a certain certain number of views. We did a basketball one, dropped dramatically. Yeah. So so are the are the numbers? They don't lie, right? So y'all ain't really vibing with basketball like that because it doesn't matter. We're still gonna talk about it anyways because it's what we want to do. Yeah. All right. So with that being said, you just guys just make sure you get on Instagram. You follow us at no script underscore podcast. We got the 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 TikTok. Dan's been dropping the reels on Instagram and has been sharing uh, TikToks on Instagram stories as well. So you guys just make sure you give that a follow, share it. It'd be much appreciated, and we will give you insight on when our next uh, episode will be. This was this was a pop up surprise episode. Okay. Yes, sir. So you got anything else for him, Dan? Nah, man, I'm good. All right, cool. Well, this has been No Script Podcast. We out.